Welcome to the Four Listeners Program. Welcome to everybody. Thanks for checking us out this week. What up, everybody? I'm Spear. On the mic for me this week is the Z-Man. What's up, Z? And the cat's in the cradle and the silver spoon. Little ball blue and the man the moon. When you're coming home, son, I don't know when. We'll get together then. Dad, you know we'll have a good time then. All right, then. On the other mic is the mighty Gantor. What's up, Gantor? Hey, did you miss me? We missed you, buddy. Definitely missed you. That's sweet. You guys are sweet. Missed you. We're sweet on you. Oh, can we have a hug? We love you, pal. Dude, I wish you were here. If you were here, buddy, I'd give a hug. Oh, thanks. All right. What what I miss? Anything? What's new with you guys? Uh, uh, Spear, Spear had a mom joke. I uncorked a mom joke, and I'm on Facebook strike. So week week one of the Facebook strike. Oh, so who that's posted good the sh- to know. So who posted the, sh- the show? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> so who posted the show? Because I thought you were going to have me do it. That was it. That was my last official act. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So the strike started. No, I was going to last... say, your, your right. strike lasted three minutes. <laughs> my last official act was to post the last show. Now I'm done. I haven't right, touched right. Facebook since. I actually checked well, on. I, I checked on. He hasn't. He has not posted anything. Are, are you on uh, on uh, Google Plus though? Right? No, I did. I have not checked Google Plus, nor have I, I. I've checked Facebook. So my my brother went on a a silent strike one time. I guess. Do you know what I mean? What? Not just not talking to people. Yeah, he was gonna not talk. He lasted like four hours. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, I broke your record last night when I went to bed. <laughs> you couldn't even make it a whole day. All right, this week, something must be done about work-life balance. And, and I got started on this um, listening to sports radio over the course of the past few weeks. So there is uh, the Eagles now have a new cornerback by the name of Carrie Williams, uh, fresh off of the Super Bowl champion Baltimore Ravens. And the Eagles have a new coach, Chip Kelly. And they, are, they were, over the course of the last few weeks, they were in the midst of their OTAs, which are organized team activities. They're voluntary workouts, voluntary team workouts that are actually kind of a pre-training camp type of thing. So people can come in and start learning the offense and start getting used to, to new things. Carrie Williams missed one of the recent OTAs because he went to his daughter's dance recital. And this caused all kinds of uproar for two reasons. The first is that he missed a, he missed a practice. And no, then, the first is because Philly fans are assholes. Well, all right, so there's that. But but all right, a few a few weeks p- previous to this, he missed another team activity for his honeymoon. So this guy this guy has missed he he has he has had his personal life. I mean, we're talking you know relatively big life events here. The guy's honeymoon. You know, a dance recital, his daughter's first dance recital. I mean, these are things that you normally want to pay attention to, you know, as part of, you know, as part of your life. This guy's personal life has inter- interacted with or interjected with his uh, professional life. And everyone went fucking crazy. What say you? I say good for him. I say fuck him. It's his job. Do it. You know what's not going to be around in three years? Probably him because that's the average career of an NFL player. So right, good got- for him for being at important things in his life, like his daughter's dance recital and his honeymoon. No, it's just the opposite. What you just said, he's got three years, he's got to fucking do his job and do it right. After three years, then you go to your daughter's dance recital and do the other stuff, because you're not going to be able to get a job doing anything else. Nah. 
you're paid to play. You're paid to practice. You're paid to do the work that your team's doing. You're paid to make sure that you actually can fucking catch a damn ball. Yeah, but see, you can't go back in time and redo that stuff. And plus, if he's either good enough to last however many years longer than three, or he's not, in which case, not a big deal. One you practice think, isn't going to change anything. You don't think any other players got the same situation and would not have done this? what he did? Who was it that... um? There was was a Champ Bailey that was potentially going to miss a uh, playoff game because of his daughter. I'm sure. I'm sure Champ Bailey is one of was? many professional football players that would have missed a game because of their because of their daughters or their daughters yeah. being born or their sons yeah. being born. Was that playoff? I thought that was playoffs. There's a big difference between your honeymoon and your daughter being born, and your honeymoon doesn't even count. You fucking schedule your life properly. You don't. Your honeymoon shouldn't be anywhere near the season. I That's agree. why you have the off season. I agree with that. I mean, you got to figure that OTAs were over, and and they had they had at least two or three weeks, or even longer than that. They had the rest of the the summer before training camp started. So you could have easily have rescheduled your honeymoon to coincide with the time that you actually had off. Yeah, you could have said, "No, honey, we can't go on our honeymoon this weekend." I mean, it's the know? same thing as if you're in school. You you you're in school when you're getting married. You do it during your break. You guys are a bunch of. You sound like management. So here's the thing. I agree. I agree with Zeth. <laughs> I agree with Ganthor, and I hate that because it makes me crazy. I would have made this argument for Ganthor every time until you said that the guy is a professional athlete for exactly the reason that Z brings up. This guy has a shelf life. I mean, he's he's got to be good at his job for as long as he can actually do his job, which isn't going to be a long time. You know what? We're talking about practice. So is it okay for them to miss a preseason game because it's – just a preseason game? Not a game. No, I'm, but where, where's the line? Not a game. We're talking about practice. We're talking about voluntary practice, too, at, at, at that. Yeah, see? It's a you guys make a big deal out of nothing. And you know, if that if that extra day does matter, well, he can not take a day off later in the year and practice extra then. How about that? But you can't just practice extra on your own. You're a part of a team. Like, everyone's yeah, expecting talk, you to be, you know, here to be you a part of You guys are straight-up management. Straight up. I mean, but th- so I'm, I'm not going to tell you you don't have to wear 37 pieces of flair, but because <laughs> that's what you're saying. I'm saying you're part of a team. If the if the expectation is that the team is there and you are able to be there, meaning that you're not injured or you're not getting surgery or or what have you, you have to be there with the team. Now, look, I say this. I say this knowing that if my kid had something to do, I would try to make it work with my job so that I could be there for that event. But for some for some strange reason, I find that to be different. Now, granted, I'm part of a team at work, right? I mean, you know, the company has, you know, different teams. My group is a team. But I don't feel the same. I'm not compelled to act the same way I would or, or put the same standards I would on a professional athlete. Yeah, I don't know. That's I, I kind of I'm thinking about that as well. As how to how to justify that? Like if it was my if it was my kid's recital or concert or whatever, I would make it a point to be there. If if somebody was telling me you needed to work that weekend, I would say okay, but for these three hours, I'm not available. Well, that's because you're not. I mean, you're while you are part of a team, a team of people in your thing, they're not dependent upon you to do their job. They can still do their job within your absence, and you can do your job in their absence. I mean, Except this Eagles cornerback. I, I know there's a bit of hypocrisy here. Okay, I'm not. I'm not naive to it. There's it, it's it's a double standard. 
I'm not applying the same standard that I would to a professional athlete. And maybe it's because I, I just think that the team concept is, I don't know, needs to be more strongly enforced for a professional athlete. It's probably also like the whole thing where the professional athletes shouldn't go around killing people and raping people and stuff too. But well, yeah. nobody should really do that. Yeah, but it's it's for them it's okay though. They can just yeah. You know. Yeah, they they get away with that so much easier. Yeah. I don't know, Ginther. What what do you think? So maybe, so maybe that's the trade off. What's the trade off? You go and you you miss your kids' recitals so that when you need to, you can rape somebody. That's the lesson Jesus I'm learning here. <laughs> Shit, what the fuck's got into the show? Show's over, I guess. All right, what, what did we learn? Yeah, can't really top that. <laughs> is a knocker here at your door, Z? What, what do you think? What do you think over there, Ganthor? What happens, I, what happens I if couldn't you're... wholeheartedly disagree with you assholes more. That's what I think. Well, all right. What do you think about? What do you think about if it's if it's you, if it's you and you have a, if your daughters have something. Middle of the week or on the weekend doesn't matter. Yeah, you're you're finding a way to go, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hey, look, I I would be there. I I would do whatever I had to for my kid. And if my boss ever turned around and said to me, "I need you here for this thing," I can't. I have to go to my son's thing. No, you can't go to your son's thing. That's when I start looking for a new job. See, that's the thing. It's I mean, your life is about life, not work. Yeah, but it's it's weird. It's like some some employers don't get that. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I know exactly what you mean. That's that's a big problem with this country. Some people, employers don't even like it when you take your vacation. Well, there's never a, there's never a good time for anybody to take vacation, right? The sky which, is always falling. Which should devolve into well, then you just do it whenever. Right. Right. But now they you get that whole they frown on you. Technically, you have got vacation, but need you yep. to need you to not do it. No, it's bullshit. Fuck you. The other thing about taking vacation is that you don't ever really take a vacation. You know, people take their 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 iPhones or their Blackberries or what have you. Some people take their laptops with them. Yeah. I mean, the I, other... mean I do that just to be prepared and then just so I'm not surprised when I get back to work on Monday morning and I find out that the uh the office has burned down or, you know. So have you ever have you ever cracked open your laptop to answer email or even look at email while you're on vacation? Yeah, I've done that. So that's crazy. I, I, I do that because my work email goes to my, my – I guess I can turn off that on my phone, but my work email goes to my phone. So I check my email. I check that too. I carry two phones because I want to be able to separate. I want to be able to put my work down and and go on with my life, right? That's how yeah. I maintain work-life balance. So you got one of those IT, IT guy uh, belts? <laughs> you gotta like fucking like put your holsters on in the morning. No, it totally I does. I can't. I can't. I can't rock a holster. They just with this gigantic Android phone. Why don't you kiss my? Why don't you kiss my ass there, Gantor? The Android. The Android phone goes in my pocket. I tried rocking the the iPhone on a holster, and I just can't do that. So now it just goes in my other pocket. No, they go in my pocket. And when when I go on vacation. The, the BlackBerry or the iPhone gets put into a drawer or into a deep, dark corner where I can't see it. I can't look at it. I don't even take it with me. If it runs out of charge, oh, well. You're funny. Like the other day, the other day, my boss. So my boss is a little nuts, okay? My boss goes on vacation the other day. I guess he was, in a long, he was on a long drive somewhere with his family. He took four calls. While he was in, no. Oh, if I was his wife, I'd smack him. He took calls. His wife's probably banging the pool boy. Yeah, right? I mean, he took he took calls all day long. All day. That's just that's, that's rude See, to your family. That is, yeah, that's rude to your family, and that's not a vacation. No. This is what professional life has become. 
there's there is very little way to separate your work from your life it's just your work life or your life work and people don't know how to you know it's like the you don't work to live you live to work you know yeah, yeah. T- t- 10 bucks says your boss's kids are the kind that like come to dinner with their headphone buds still in their ear yeah. and just eat and then leave and they don't ever talk to anybody right because dad's always on his phone yeah yeah, yeah that's gonna be wonderful when they're older i mean it's it's brutal and I and I I try I try really hard not to do that, right? I mean, it's hard sometimes because I'll come home and I'll be just beat to shit, and here's my kid coming at me, just bouncing up and down. I'm like, oh my god, I can't possibly deal with you right now, but I have to <laughs> because yeah, so, here you are. Yeah, I don't know how you guys do it because, like, yeah, you know, I come home from work and there's days I'm just like I'm drinking. Um, and that's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I to, still I, do that. I've had two or three beers tonight already. So that's a good work-life balance. <laughs> <laughs> certainly helps. If you didn't I'm have gonna, kids by now, he would have had six. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna drink to make your idiocracy seem less or seem more tolerable. <laughs> six doesn't sound like a bad idea. <laughs> But, I mean, do you get like that, Gantor? Like, you'll come home from work and, like, here come your kids running at you and you're like, oh, God. Yeah. Like I said, I don't, it's hard to find a me time where I just can sit down and just stare at a TV or just read a book or just lay down and, you know, do whatever. But that's also what, the price you pay when you get a kid, you know? Yeah. That is so, an expensive price. Yeah. You're it, telling me, it, dude. It comes at cost, no doubt. Holy shit. No doubt. So, so Ganthor, do you have a uh, you have any problems ever balancing work and life? Do you have uh, I mean, does your job give you shit? Actually, the opposite, I think. At least right now. So yesterday, this guy, I guess he's not really my boss, but he's like superior in some sense. You know what I mean? He had to do a, a phone screen. Well, no, he had to do an interview, and he also had his kids, you know, kung fu black belt test or whatever that he wanted to go to. Right. On. So I covered for him. Yeah, you know, it's just like, yeah, dude, I understand. Go, you know, go watch your kid do whatever. Good for you, Gantor. Wait, wait to pick, wait to pick up for for the rest of your team there. See, thanks, buddy. That's a good job by you. I did. I I even would have done that for you. No, you wouldn't. I totally would have. I just I'd have busted your balls for it all the time. Yeah, you see, I, so you're I, not really helping me out at that point, then. Well, would you have gotten to go home or not? No, I would. I would have, but I would have paid for it later. Yeah, right, dude. No, there's no such thing as a free lunch. You know that. You don't think you don't think Ganto's gonna fucking hold this guy up next time? He's gonna be like, oh, dude, you remember that time like cover for you while you went to go see your thing? Yeah, I gotta um, I gotta see a guy about a thing too. So. Yeah, see? it's like it's sunny out right now, and I gotta go. I'm not saying <laughs> my my motivations were pure. I'm just saying I did it. Yeah, you're just banking that favor for later. Yeah, in the end, the, the credit's still the same whether I did it with the ulterior motive. Yeah, whether I did it for, with that in mind or not. How about you, Z? You have any you have any problems with this shit at work? No, because I work when I want to work, and I don't work when I don't want to work. The only time it gets annoying is some you know we got deadlines coming up, and I actually have to go into the office and put in like a thirty-five hour week. It's kind of annoying. <laughs> oh my god! Complain about thirty-five hour 35 week. Thirty-five hour week, dude. I'm averaging fifty-five. I mean, well, that's, see, that's your own fault. Why did we not start off the show with that? So my my problem is that fifty five. So the the, oh. the last the last few weeks I've had these late ass meetings where you know the the meetings start at four and they end at eight p.m. So so you you use Woody's Outlook to do yeah. meeting requests. Yeah. There's a button on it that says decline. Yeah, can't do that. 
You can. You can push you, it. You totally can. No, I can't do that because my the, my boss and his boss are in the meetings. So it's not like I can just say, yeah, I can't come. Okay, then do this. Right now, schedule a reoccurring appointment for 5 o'clock, and you're busy from 5 to 8. So I, I used to try to do that at my last job where from 12 to 1, I would book a recurring appointment and block it out. Because as, because as far as I'm concerned, lunch is sacred. Yeah. The hour between the hour between twelve and one PM is sacred. And you should also have another one at about like two thirty to three where you have like some bathroom time scheduled. I usually do that in the morning. Really? Oh, I always get in I'm an after lunch guy. I uh, see I'm I'm a morning guy right after my first coffee. See mm. the morning is for the internet news. Find out what's happening. And what happened that day? So that's usually over that's in, usually while I'm that's usually while I'm doing my my personal time. Well, if you did it right, you could do it at both times. That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm, I'm surfing on my on my. Smartphone. No, no, no. What I mean is, you surf when you get in in the morning, and then in the afternoon when you take a dump, you get to do it all over again. Ah, uh, well, you see, with the coffee I have in the morning, acts as kind of a you know getting the butt lava flowing. Get the lead out, if they will. Yeah. Well. Did you just say butt lava? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Is that what I get? I got I got that from from him last week. Hmm. That's what I get. <laughs> Butt lava. That's what I get. I like that. I'm just trying to I'm trying to think of a way to turn it around on you somehow. Yeah. Well, you, I can't. You, you keep working on it. <laughs> but I I used to do that. I had the twelve to one, and then I would get meetings. It didn't matter whether or not it said I was busy or out of the office. It didn't matter. People would book twelve o'clock meetings. I'm like, what the fuck? So you decline. You can't decline them, though. I can decline them. I did, however, the one time I had this recurring three-time-a-week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 12-to-1 meeting. And I remember looking at the person who organized the meeting. I walked in, and there was one other person there, and there was nobody else. And I'm like, I refuse to come back to this meeting unless two conditions are met. One, every other stakeholder is here in this meeting, and two, Lunch is provided, because so help me God, if I come back to this and either I'm not fed or there's nobody here, I'm going to go crazy on all of you. Yeah. See, I just find it disrespectful of people to schedule this kind of meetings, because that's what happens with us, too. They're like, oh, we can't find a common time where anybody can come, so we're just going to start scheduling 8 o'clock meetings or 6 p.m. meetings. Right. Okay. I'm like, no, those are not options. If you can't find a time, then you can't find a time. People have to make sacrifices or change their their, menu, their uh, schedules around. Reprioritize yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, it's my boss and his boss are kind of like muckety mucks. They're bigwigs, and their schedules are already totally, you know, fucked. So they schedule these late ass meetings because that's when they can do them. Dude, if it's an important enough meeting for all that, it's important enough to make it happen during normal work hours. For four hours, though, it's hard to find four hours where all these people come together. I mean, that's what we're saying. Obviously, it's not important enough. Well, that's the thing. Am I yeah, wrong? What, what the hell are you guys fucking talking about for four straight hours? Stuff. What do you do during the day that's more important than this super important meeting that has to last till 8 p.m.? Other stuff. Yeah. You got to <laughs> get your priorities right. <laughs> it's all stuff. They got eight hours of your time. It's all stuff. You know yeah. what? You're almost effectively taking a 50% pay cut. That's exactly what you're doing, dude. Yeah, no doubt about it. And you're just bending over and taking it like a champ. I get a really good bonus. Eh, do you? Yeah. That just bring you back up to your salary that you negotiated in terms of effective hourly rate? That bonus is not, it's not a, uh, it's not a 50% bonus. Isn't bonus isn't that big. It's not a 50% bonus, that's for damn sure. Yeah, see, dude, you're just. So you're getting jacked. You're enabling that terrible, terrible behavior. 
Yeah, but I don't work on my vacation. So my, my company's trying to do this thing where they like do happy hours every other week. And I work in a company of like seven people. Well, that's nice. And, and because I don't actually work in my office for the most part, I only work there like once or twice a week. It's like I have to go drive in to go drink with these guys when I could just go home or and drink with either my fa- you know, my girlfriend or go out and drink with my boys. Like, why would I want to do that? Because I get a free beer or two? It's not worth it. So this is this is one of those, like, this is the obligation thing, right? I mean, like, you know, if there are times where I feel like I'm obligated to work hours because the rest of the, the rest of the team is working, it's it's the same kind of thing, right? It's like peer pressure, you know? Oh, well, we're all going out for a couple of beers together. I'm like, I can't drink with coworkers. Yeah, I've got a family. I've got a kid I'd like to see before he goes to bed. But then, but then if you don't got show up... i kids I want to see before I go to bed. Right, but then if you don't show up, it's like... Oh well, Spirit didn't show up. You know he's not. He's not, he's not a part, part of the team. Of, he's not a part of the team. Well, and the other just, thing is, just, is, is, is especially for you guys. I don't know how you're supposed to do it legally because you're drinking and you have to go drive home. At least for me, I can walk home after I go to my happy hour. But look, I don't drink with coworkers. Full stop. I have never, I have never like had more than one beer with coworkers. So you just like get one and you kind of nurse the whole night. That's it. But then it's kind of dumb because like if I'm going out to drink. I'm out to drink to get drunk. I'm not out to drink because I like to drink. So for me to go out and just socially just drink one beer, I don't think I would enjoy that very much. I'd rather just go do something else. Right. And you don't really want to be drunk around your coworkers, right? Because then it's like the, the – if you do some shit that's embarrassing, which has a tendency to happen when you get drunk, see? It happens. You know, I, you don't want that with your coworkers. That's – you know, you have to keep a certain well, level of professionalism there. For me and my coworkers, they already know me pretty well because I've worked with them for – enough enough time to know that that's a normal thing but for me to work with like if that would happen with clients that would not be acceptable oh absolutely not so i i, I don't i don't do that i, I you know the obligate the obligation thing is always hard you know because you feel like you're obligated to do something at work and and nobody ever really turns around and says you know what dude it's cool you don't have to you know nobody ever does that yeah but then you just come up and make, make, make up a lame excuse and you just be like oh i can't my girlfriend's Dance recitals tonight. The dance recitals. <laughs> so I'm going back to your your uh, your excuses. And the dance recital. Yeah, but your girlfriend. You have to use your girlfriend at that point. Right, because I don't have kids. Yeah, it's, it's, it's my it's my nephews. Yeah, you, you make up nieces and nephews at that point. Yeah. I've killed off. I've killed off aunts, uncles, grandparents. I've killed them all off. You know. Oh, you've been you've been to all their funerals, right? I've I've I haven't used the funeral card yet. I've killed off plenty of family members, especially for like interviews. You know. Oh, I can't come in today. I've had a death in the family. Oh, really? I'm so sorry. What was it? Oh, it was my grandmother. Uh, rest her soul. She was, you know, lived to a ripe old age. If I have to go back for a second interview, oh, I, you know, have a death in the My family. other grandmother. Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, yes. I was my aunt. Tragic for the family. <laughs> yeah, see, no, I'm not. That, that's just bad mojo. <laughs> That's bad, Momojo. You can't, you can't talk about people dying. Yeah, I yeah dude. What is wrong with you? I kill up everybody. Fuck them. <laughs> You're a terrible person. I am. Evidently. So says Ross Seidman. I'm a, yeah. What was I? Soulless? <laughs> Wait, I gotta... Yeah, he went off you pretty hard, man. I'm not even sure where half that shit came from, but I like that he's supporting me and bashing you. What, what was I? <laughs> uh, I am apparently a bitter, salty, uncaring, miserable person. I think that my favorite part about it is, is thinking about how much time Ross spent putting that together. Because <laughs> like, that seriously was a, was a, was a, was a, was a epic. Um, it's like three posting. pages long. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he spent some time. That was definitely not something off the cuff that he typed out while he was taking a dump. 
No, apparently he was typing it out while he was listening to the show. Because he says it towards the end. He says, yeah, yeah, FYI, yeah. I was writing this while listening. So it took him a good 20 minutes to write this thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, what did we learn? I don't know. What did we learn? You started, Z. What did we learn? I don't know. I, I said what I learned already. I can't remember what it was, though. Yeah. What did you learn, Gintor? Um, how terrible you are as a person. <laughs> There's no learning here. That's, well, that's true. That's fucking fantastic. Uh, what do I learn? I, you know, I, I learned, I learned, I learned that there seems to be a double standard between professional athletes and the rest of the, uh, the rest of the, the rest of the world there. You know, the same, the same standard you hold a professional athlete to be there, do your job, be with your team doesn't seem to be applicable to, you know, the rest of the professional world. And I don't know whether or not that's right or wrong. So if you, if you think that professional athletes should be held to a higher standard, why don't you go ahead and post it on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash listeners or fourlisteners.com. Check out the show on the Stitcher Radio or on the iTunes. Just search for Four Listeners and we'll pop right on up. We thank you for checking us out this week and we hope to check us out again next week. Thanks. You know what else pops right up? We're gonna have a good time there.